everybody, and welcome to another episode of Comics and Cinema. I'm your host, Alex Klein, and today is a, uh, a new topic thing that we're talking about. Uh, I'm going to discuss the hunted storyline, The Amazing Spider-Man uh, for Marvel Comics. Uh, this is by Nick Spencer and Humberto Ramos, with inks by Victor Olazaba and Humberto Ramos, along with color art by Edgar Delgado and Eric Arcianega with uh, letters by VCs Joe Caramagna. So the, the reason I wanted to try this format out is because most of the time, as you guys have noticed, I review and discuss the comics issue by issue uh, from the new ones that come out during the week. And uh, to be honest, I mean, I, I'm putting out a lot of content, so it's hard for me to set aside another episode to discuss uh, specific storylines, especially because for the most part, I'm reading issue by issue. I don't, I don't really read... And I should, I should be doing it more, but I don't read full storylines that much. I collect them, but it's just, you know, like with Marvel Unlimited Mondays, you have like 10 to 15 issues every week there, plus all the new comic comics that come out on Wednesdays. I don't, and I, I've got all these other things going on. It's always hard for me to find time to read full on series. And uh, it shouldn't be the case. It should always be anyone who wants to do that should be able to carve out some time for it. And luckily, while I was traveling, I was able to do that. And so I had purchased the Lanil Yu connecting variant cover set for this hunted storyline. And so I had gotten digital copies for all of them. And uh, I had saved them on my iPad. I was like, well, well, I'll find a time to read all of these. And so on my flight back from my trip last week, I read the entire hunted storyline and it was awesome. And so I figured, you know, I'll just make a full, uh, I'll make, I'll do a full episode on it. And so, um, spoilers for the series. If you haven't read it, I would recommend it. I really would. I don't think, I mean, is it something you need to buy immediately? No, uh, it's already, we're at its issue. It's going to be amazing Spider-Man issue. It starts, there's a prelude in issue 16, but then it's issue 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, and 22, along with a couple of tie-in issues that are uh, .hu for hunted. And so I haven't read those tie-in issues, but each of these stories has like a tiny little um, recap page, and some of them kind of told what the tie-in issues were, so it almost seemed like you didn't really need to read them. But I'm sure it would offer a little bit extra uh, information on them. So the storyline is about essentially uh, Craven the Hunter, it is uh, he's back and he's hungry for uh, salvation I guess you could say he wants to he wants to die is is the the short end of it is he wants to he doesn't it's not that he's he hates being alive it's just that he's kind of he's done he's he's done everything that he needs to and he just he wants one final hunt where he and and we find out as it gets closer towards the end but uh, so I won't say it just right now, but he he has a plan. He he wants he has a specific plan in place, and so what he's done is twofold or threefold actually. So he's hired the ta- taskmaster and black ant to capture uh, all of the animal themed villains like Stegron, Vulture, Scorpion, like any villain that you can think of, and most of them ironically are Spider Man's villains. But to capture, he captures all those. They're capturing all those villains, and then at the same time, he is utilizing Arcade, the X Men villain Arcade, to create a sort of um, 
hunting ground. And again, they don't tell you exactly what it is in the beginning, but you find out very quickly. And then third, he uh, he gets, was it, no, the high evolutionary. He gets the high evolutionary to clone himself so that he has a bunch of kids because all he doesn't really have any family anymore. So he gets like a bunch, like, I don't know, like 20 clones of himself as kids and raises them to, you know, be fighters and then sends them off on their own. And then he, he was saying to himself, like, he'll, he'll invite them back uh, at when they're older sort of thing. So, uh, or I guess the, it's, it's like a sped up evolution. So it's not like, Oh, I'll see you in a couple of years. He did this all in the, in the meantime. And so what, so what happens then it all kind of weaves into this whole plan of his. And so his plan is he is having people super rich one percenters can pay money to put on sort of a headset device, almost a virtual reality where they are in a robot that looks like Craven, the hunter. And so they all get to be this. They can have whatever guns they want. And Arcade has put a giant force field, and it happens to be the same force field that was in the Secret Empire storyline that was used around the planet Earth. It's a force field that cannot be broken. Like Captain Marvel, Hyperion, Thor, all the big hitters got stuck outside of this in, in Secret Empire and could not break it. It's that powerful. So he puts this giant force field around Central Park all of those Spider-Man villains are then dumped into that arena along with Spider-Man who was also captured and he was captured by, and so, and with that said, Craven's one son comes back to him. He's like, where are the others? He goes, I killed all of them. He's like, I was the strongest one. And I want, I want to be your son. Basically. Like I, I want to, you're my father, yada, yada, yada. Very, very Star Wars-y. But he is also in there. And so he he hunted Spider-Man, caught him, knocked him out, and uh, threw him in there as well. So all of these animal totems are in there, and they're all being hunted by these really rich people who are not even there. They're a virtual reality controlling these robots. And so right off the bat, these characters are dying, like immediately characters are dying. And, uh, so it, it ends up to, to the point of like vulture kind of ends up being the de facto leader of the villains. He's like, come on, I'll save you guys. And he, he has more on his mind than that though. And we find out there's some other machinations going on, but at the same time, at that point, black ant and Taskmaster are kind of chilling. They're like, well, what are you going to do with your money? Like they got paid really well to get all these things. Taskmaster's like, well, he goes, uh, but I still have one more person to get. And he's like, well, who? And he goes, an ant is technically an animal and he, 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 uh, electrocutes, uh, the black ant knocks him out. So he's in there and then taskmaster leaves. And so then we find at the same time that the Kirk Connor's son, along with black cat. And I know that's weird, but both of them got captured too. And they're animals. So it makes sense. And his son's like a full on lizard, but they got captured and Spider-Man want, is trying to save them. That's the whole reason he kind of got captured in the first place was Black, Black Cat sent a distress signal to Spider-Man. And so Spider-Man raced over there and then Craven's son knocked him out and, and defeated him. But so they're all kind of captured and Spider-Man. So right now Spider-Man's goal is to try and get out, but to save uh, Felicia, to save Black Cat and Kirk Connors' son. And then all the villains are trying to get out because they don't want to die. And so as it as it moves along, the whole thing ends up being that Craven is putting Spider-Man through these tests. And he's essentially, he feels, he says that uh, basically Spider-Man does not deserve, or Peter Parker does not deserve to be Spider-Man. He's like, I don't, and he doesn't know that he's Peter Parker, but he says, I don't understand why you have all this power. You've got the spider and 
you as a human are just wasting it. And so at the end of the day, we find out what he wants is he wants Spider-Man to kill him. That's what he says. He, he says, I, this whole, the point of all of this was for you to kill me. I want you to kill me because that is the only way that I will have a satisfying death is to be killed by the one person that I couldn't beat. So like, and Spider-Man's like, no, I'm not going to kill you. And he's like, well, you need to, you need to kill me. And it, you know, there's a whole back and forth, but the whole thing that I found was really interesting with this is you, I, I, it almost made me wonder, Nick Spencer has been, and I've, I've read intermittently, I've been following him on Marvel Unlimited, so I'm up to like issue 17 now I've read, along with all of these hunted ones and the stuff coming up, it just seems like he is kind of doing a reboot of Spider-Man, he's given Spider-Man Mary Jane back, he, he's kind of just, it's, it's almost like he's hitting Spider-Man's greatest hits, and one of Spider-Man's greatest hits was the Craven's Last Hunt. And so this is almost feels like a sequel to it. And and you can kind of say that maybe that's a bad thing, but I, I enjoyed it because I loved the Craven's Last Hunt anyway. And so uh, by the end of this, and, and I'll discuss some other things as we get done, but by the end of this, what ended up happening was Taskmaster also brought the lizard in the actual lizard, but on a deal, he was like, Hey, I'm going to let you in so that you can save your son. And so the lizard's working on saving his son and Spider-Man is captured and put in the black costume and, um, told to fight Craven. But so by the end of this, he, he's just saying, you know, I need you to kill me. And, uh, but you're spitting in the face of the gods that, uh, that did that. And he's like, Oh, you know, I, I'm not going to kill you. And he realizes that he, there's this whole thing where he's with, he's with lizard. And, um, honestly, you should probably just read it. Cause I'm the way I'm explaining it. It sounds incredibly confusing, but lizard, the lizard is like, Hey, he, he's, he's a human. He's Kirk Connors. And he says he's with Spider-Man. They're both captured at this point. And he's like, I have an inhibitor in my back to keep me human, but it's connected to my spine. So if you rip that out, I will turn into the lizard, but there's a chance that I'll die. And when I am the lizard, I won't be able to control myself because that inhibitor is gone, but I will control myself. I promise. I want to save my son. And Spider-Man's like, all right, I like, I don't think I can do this. Like, I don't want to kill you. And he's like, please, please just do this for me. And he does. And the lizard doesn't die, but then he jumps out and the lizard kills a bunch of people. It looks like the lizard kills a bunch of people. And he's like, holy crap. I, uh, like, I don't get it. It, uh, he says that, you know, he says, wait, that isn't right. These guys were supposed to be killed by the lizard, but he looks at it and he's like, this wasn't the lizard. He's like, all of these guys, it looks like they were cut with knives. He's like, Craven killed these guys to make me think that it was the lizard. And he's like, that's what he wanted. He used his poisons, his potions, staged this massacre to push me to my limit, to try and force me to face something that I didn't want to face. And he says, well, watch this. He like grabs Craven, and at this point he kind of beat the crap out of Craven. But he's like, watch this. And he he, he turns, because this whole Central Park thing is covered in cameras. And he turns them uh, on, and Craven gets to watch as his son's almost about to kill uh, the black cat, and Lizard shows up and just beats the crap out of him and kind of wrecks him, saves him. And Spider-Man's doing this whole thing that he says, that's what I'm trying to... Pr-. He says... Uh, you want me to believe that I have to be like you to survive, to protect everything I care about, but you don't understand. 
He says, that's what I'm trying to protect them from. We are more than blood and bone. I learned that from the people who raised me, and I see it all the time in the people that I love. We weren't meant to just chase and devour each other, constantly looking over our shoulders or searching for some new victim. We're here to help one another, care for one another, lift each other up. We give ourselves to other people no matter what it costs us. Believing that doesn't make us naive or weaker than you, that's what makes us stronger. He says, do you see now, you murderous lunatic? That is why we will never be the same. Because, you know, Craven's always like, ah, spider, we are all, we are the same. And he's like, no, we're not. Like, we really aren't. And that was really powerful. And he's trying to explain it. And so it says, and in those words, in that moment, the hunter knew his own family. He had killed his own family, his children. He was the beast. He had dreamed of being something more, something better once, but his sins were too grave. He tried to run from them, to chase ever greater prizes, to rebuild his kingdom. But in the end, he had but one prey, one that would always elude him. He could never truly defeat the spider. And now he knew why, and he knew what he must do. And the craven just starts laughing. And you're like, what? what? And he's like, what's so funny? He says, I finally understand. He says, I don't, I don't get it. I know it was a good speech, but he says, Arcade, can you hear me? He says, yeah, boss, loud and clear. He says, I have new orders for you. And so at this point in the in the game, and like I said, I gave you kind of a, a brief synopsis of what's what's led up to this point. But um, at this point, the the villains are fighting all of those robots and they've got an advantage. Arcade kind of gave them advantage so that they actually can defeat them too. So they're they're basically warring against each other. And all of the robots just start shutting down. And they're like, what? It's over? And Vulture's like, I led you to a victory. But Spider-Man's like, what did you just do? He says, <clears throat> and this is where this is where I think this this issue or this whole storyline shown. There are a couple of hit or hit or misses throughout this the thing, but this final issue is just so good. He says, I severed the link between hunter and man. There will be no more bloodshed in the fields or the ballroom tonight. And the force field, he says, We'll be down by the time you reach the outside. And Spider-Man says, I don't get it. And he says, you don't need to. Only that you have given me a great gift today, Spider. But now you must leave. He's like, what? I'm not going to just let you go. He's like, why not? I'm no longer a threat. Save those save those you care for. Save what you saw in your visions. He says, no. He goes, Craven says, I'm a man of my word. I made you a promise once and I kept it for the rest of my life. Do you recall? I will never hunt you again. Today, I make you that same promise for this lifetime and all the others. Spider-Man says, hold on. The last time you said that, I left and you, and I think that was when he he died, like he killed himself or something like that. But uh, he says, you beautiful creature, so majestic, caring even for your deadliest enemies. But remember, my fate is no longer my own. The curse of Craven still holds. Only the spider can kill me. So go. She needs you. Talking about Mary Jane because she was also, or that, and I think Black Cat too. But so at that point, Spider-Man runs off and is like running through. And he says, you know, this is your gift to me, spider, but I must honor it alone. Peace, calm, happiness, an ending for me, that is. And uh, he's like walking towards a coffin that has the gun on it, just like in the in the first Craven, the last hunt. And all of a sudden, Craven's son shows up and says, Spider! And just starts beating the holy hell out of Spider-Man. And you're like, holy crap! 
Like, this is not good because, you know, his son doesn't feel the same way that Craven does. And during this whole thing, he says, For you, there will always be more battles. You are the eternal knight, the demon. But behind the mask, you are also a man. I always saw him there, but he seemed the lesser, the inferior. I understand now. You are more than your power, more than your strength. It is the heart that beats inside you that makes you worthy of the spider. The heart of a good man. A hero, even. And this whole time, like I said, the scenes are just him. Spider-Man's trying to fight Craven's son, and Craven's, you know, picking a gun up off the wall. And then he says, And so I freed the prisoners, spared their lives, spared the guilty, because that is your way. Like the and that's like so cool. Craven's wanting to be like Spider-Man. And it hadn't gotten to this point yet, but he says you see what I said was true. All things must end. And at this point, his son's like punching Spider-Man multiple times in the face. He says, but the curse said only the spider could kill me. So once again, like all those years before, I became the spider. And you're like, oh no, like this was the biggest twist. So Craven put on his own Spider-Man costume and says, not this time, not, he says this time, not just in body, but in spirit as well. Your mercy, your kindness, your nobility, your sacrifice. And so that's the ending is that Craven's son kills his father thinking that he's Spider-Man. And so Craven got exactly what he wanted. He got killed by the spider. Isn't like he he wore the spider costume and got killed. Oh, and then that's the end. And then it ends just right on uh, the photo of him with all his sons. And then there's another there's like one more issue that comes after that. That's a uh um, I guess like an aftermath issue that I haven't read, but honestly, I don't even, I don't know if I, I'll read it, but I don't need to read it right now because the ending of that was just so powerful. Like how often do you get the stories where a villain realizes what they're doing is not right or what they're doing isn't working and they have to either change their ways or move on. And this was just such a good example of that. Like you see that a lot in like anime shows or shows where I can think specifically like uh, in a Mob Psycho 100, also in One Punch Man, where like the the hero is so powerful that the villain doesn't stand a chance, and the villain's just like, please, no, I'd rather just I want to train under you, like show me your ways, show me like I I screwed up, I get that, like I want to be better, and this felt like that, like. Craven is one of Spider-Man's greatest villains, and to see him acknowledge that Spider-Man truly is an amazing person, and uh, that Peter, the, the man under the mask, is is really the beating heart of this series, and that is the reason why he is Spider-Man, why no one else is, is because of that that pure of heart that Peter Parker has, was just such a great message. And so, yeah, there were certain parts in the series where. Um, it felt a little derivative of the first one. Like he brings back a, a bunch of vermin clones and he even says, he says something about like, this is the sequel. So there needs to be more clones. Arcade says that cause he's kind of the, the, the meta commentary in the book, but <clears throat> this just felt, it was so out of left field. I did not expect it. And it just made for, it made me love Spider-Man more, but it even, it made me love Craven so much more. And it made me wish just wish that we could get a story like this in the movies because how cool would a Craven's Last Hunt type story be? It especially if Sony did it. I'll only say that because I don't think Disney would want to because it's a very very dark and violent storyline and it's something that I think Sony would make a lot uh, it would be a better choice for Sony to do 
if uh, if they were doing it because they're more they're braver in that realm. They'll make a rated R movie if they need to, and uh, um, so yeah, that's I I just I really enjoyed this this issue. It it really made me appreciate that Nick Spencer's writing Spider Man, but as well when I was reading it, and this is something I would love to hear you think about this, but. I just feel like, especially with Hickman writing X-Men right now, I was thinking to myself, like, what could Hickman do next? And and I was like, you know, maybe he could do Spider-Man because he's done everything else. He's done the Avengers. He's done Fantastic Four. There aren't really a lot of other teams that um, that he could do in terms of just a, a radical change because it really, and it's not a diss at Spider-Man. It just really feels like uh, recently over the years that there hasn't really been any growth with Spider-Man, that it's just kind of been he's Spider-Man, like, there's no, I I thought there was a huge amount of growth during that Spider-Man, the other storyline, where he found out that he was part of a spider totem, and had these, like, otherworldly powers, I thought that was really cool, and then they kind of retconned that, and then even so, there's the whole Spider-Verse thing of, like, there being other Spider-Man in the Spider-Verse, but even that has been, it feels like it's been overplayed quite a bit, so I'm, I'm wondering, though, uh, Hickman would probably do a good job, but let's give it to Donny Cates, I would love to see Donny Cates do something like he did for Venom with Spider-Man. And just because I feel like Spider-Man is one of those characters that has been around for so long and hasn't really had a huge shakeup. And most of the shakeups that they try for uh, don't really stick, like the Clone Saga. And then what they'll do is, you know, in 20 years, they just do another Clone Saga, like the Clone Conspiracy or another Hunted storyline. Or, oh, let's just redo that. So again, absolutely no disrespect to Nick Spencer. But because um, his his writing is great, the stories are great, and I'm really enjoying it. But it really does just feel like a retread of all of these other Spider-Man stories that we've seen before. And if you like that stuff, awesome, great, you've got it, you've got these stories right here for you. But I'm just I'm waiting for the day that we can get a fresh Spider-Man story, like the the first issue of Amazing Spider-Man when he lost his doctorate because of the whole. Otto Octavius mind swap that was cool I was like oh wow there you are pulling something from his past that's really awesome and uh and then they sort of didn't really get into it much more after that I'm sure maybe they will later but I just besides that like they haven't really done much more like they've just essentially been giving him back things he lost like oh J. Jonah Jameson likes him now and knows that he's Spider-Man uh Mary Jane is with him again Craven's hunting him again like they're all just it's like up where history is repeating itself in a sense. And so if that's, and now we're getting Spider-Man 20, 2099 coming up, he's going to be doing the whole carnage thing too. So it's almost like Nick Spencer's doing a, a, a revised history of Spider-Man in a very short amount of time, which, hey, kudos to him. I mean, that took place over 700 issues of Spider-Man and he's done it in, in almost 30 issues now, which is great. That's awesome. But again, I'm just, I want something fresh for Spider-Man. He's, he is my favorite Marvel character and I don't even subscribe to the comic in the store. And that's because I, I just, I, nothing has excited me about this series very much. It's just been, it's just been great, been good. It hasn't been great. And, um, and, and I say that again, even then there's been issues that are great. There's been really great issues like this whole series. It's just, it's, you guys are kind of seeing how, where I'm going with this. It's just, I would love to see a Jonathan Hickman-esque take on Spider-Man, a Donny Cates Venom-esque take on Spider-Man, something where he maybe ties back into that whole totem mythology or digs even deeper with that or finds out maybe why the symbiote chose Spider-Man first or why this, that, and the other. That would be so cool. 
So uh, I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. As of as of now, there really doesn't seem to be any plans for anything new for Spider Man. But uh, only time will tell. Because eventually, people are going to want something new. The sales will drop. And uh, they're going to need to find some sort of new reboot or something. And I think that's when, honestly, they're probably... I would not be surprised if they tap Donny Cates because he has not made it a secret that he wants to write Spider-Man. He is always talking about it. Spider-Man's his favorite character to write. Everything that he writes with Spider-Man is amazing, uh, just like uh, Spider-Man. But uh, yeah, that I just... it I can only hope. That would be cool, if, especially if it was a, a uh, Donny Cates, Ryan Stegman would be really cool. But I wouldn't mind Umberto Ramos either. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. I have a bunch of different Spider-Man signed comics by Umberto that are CGC signed. Like they're the yellow ones that I personally went and got him to sign because I love him so much. Like his art, this whole series' art has been so good. So knowing that he was on it too made me happy because he used to do Spider-Man. It just was all around a great series. So check it out. Um, obviously, you know, like I said, there's some qualms that I have with it, but overall the Spider-Man series in general has just been great. I've really enjoyed it. I'm just waiting for something a little more exciting and a little more fresh. And, uh, and, and that's kind of where we'll leave it at. So hopefully this is something you guys enjoyed. Let me know. Cause uh, like I said, if so, I have a lot of series that I can read and do some discussions on that uh, I would love to do discussions on. I'll probably do one on the Eternals when that movie comes and gets a little closer, But uh, for now, for Comics and Cinema, this is your host, Alex Klein. Thanks so much for listening.